0: hey Hey, y'all you know when something ridiculous happens to you who is the
1: first person that you want to call your best friend imagine that phone call as a podcast
0: and there you have it the so tell me why podcast we're just two best friends chatting it up about the crazy things going on in our millennial life
1: we talk about anything ranging from the political climate to the latest
0: beauty collab to the tea that's happening on twitter
1: so join the conference call we'll be waiting
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the so Tell Me Why podcast. I'm Charlene.
1: And I'm Etanosa. And we are so happy to be here, as always. It's always a good time on the podcast. Yes.
0: yes. Especially yes. because we have a guest. Woo! So Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful yes. Haley. So tell us about yourself and what you do.
2: Sure. So, my name is Haley. I am a licensed professional counselor. I reside in Chicago. So, right now, I predominantly provide therapy for adolescents, youth, young adults, adults, families, Um, mainly just talking about any type of issues that they bring in. So, whether it's, you know, just working on organization or if it's working on depression or anxiety just helping them get to a healthy space where they can live their life um but yeah so that's what I do and then I also you know really enjoy talking about self-care in general so I always really try to incorporate that in my work too
0: awesome you're just helping everybody we love that we love oh my
2: goodness thank you, you. But I try
0: Yeah. Well, before we get into more about you and um uh, our topics of the day. We have to ask you what your so tell me why moment is.
2: Oh my goodness! Yes. Okay. <laughs> I literally until today I was trying to figure out what my moment was going to be because I've literally been in the house not right. doing anything. <laughs> um. So I am off on Friday, so I try to like get out and like go go for walks and stuff. And I've been trying to take advantage of like forest preserves and like na- nature walks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, tell me why today me and my boyfriend we went out to this nature walk trying to get like just some fresh air or whatever and of course it's like this path but we decided or first of all he decided to go <laughs> off the path and I was like okay let's see what's in these woods because I'm really not about to do this but we go down this path and I swear <laughs> all I see is him running back to me and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not about to die out here. <laughs> this is not about to happen. And behind was like these huge ass deer. Like, I've never seen deer oh, this wow. big. Oh my so God. I was like, nah, <laughs> see, this isn't going to work today. I'm not about to do this. I'm not that bold. I'm about to go on the sidewalk where the path is. <laughs> and I'm going back to the car.
0: <laughs> uh, you said, uh uh-uh, uh, this is over.
2: <laughs> not today.
0: Too much nature for me. Way
2: too much nature. They were like staring at us. And I was like, nah, this is not going to, this isn't going to fly today.
0: Uh, uh. Listen, deer are scary.
2: They are. <laughs> I, they are so scary. I, I never seen them like up close
1: like that. Before. Exactly, me either, girls. So my parents live in Edwardsville, and I swear their neighborhood is like breeding ground for the deer. They just be chilling in the mm. front yards of people's houses. <laughs>
0: they chilling. are so bold. No, no respect.
2: They're so bold.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh.
0: That is crazy.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it was crazy.
0: So who's next? As you know, so do you have a so tell me why moment? I said,
1: take it away, girl.
0: <laughs> you know what is mean? <laughs> my so tell me why moment? Oh my gosh. It's so hard because I literally haven't been doing anything. Like <laughs> uh, Well, I just wanna say, like, so tell me why I'm just raggedy and it's just really hard for me to just come to terms with the fact that like I can't get my nails done. Oh my I gosh. can't like just, I just don't feel cute like I really don't like you really are coming to terms with yourself After like the mm-hmm. first week of quarantine you're like okay the acrylics are still down okay we're cool <laughs> second week okay one of my nails fell off it's alright <laughs> so, then the next week the wig sliding back I'm like oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> I just, when is it gonna open back up, like, no. open back up? Like, I know the stress the beauty supply is closed I'm like I don't know what
1: to do. I don't know what they oh thought they God. were doing when they decided, let's close the nail shops and the beauty supply. They should at once. Right. right. At, Make, one at least leave one open. Right.
2: He, <laughs> I had to teach myself. Nail. I do not. I, well, sometimes. I had started going back like around my birthday, but mm-hmm. I had to teach myself how to take off gel polish because I was looking at my nails and I was like, I'm not about to be sitting around the house looking like this. Like, I really can't do it.
0: (laughs) Girl, my nails were at the tip of my
2: fingertips. Literally. Oh my god. Literally. So I taught myself how to do it, but it literally took me a whole day. I was like, see, this is why y'all need to have these nail salons open.
1: Right. People really struggling, So I can get this
2: done. Right. And I was so sad. I had to cancel my hair appointment I was supposed to have like two weeks ago like so, so y'all really want me to be out right here.
1: Yeah. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> wow so wow so we were talking because i had to braid my own hair because of my natural hair mm. I, mm, 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 I couldn't do it in this quarantine
2: literally it's been in twist for weeks i
1: think charlene came up with this amazing <laughs> idea having emergency hair bags for black women or people who just go to the beauty supply mm. just you just need a stash like all of us already have just like extra hair but to really make it a theme, that'd be dope. Make
0: it an emergency her bag. Like, because That's a really good idea. Now look at, like, Right, let's patent that right, right now. Right, you're
1: right. Things. Nobody's will be
0: out here listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ear hustling. Oh, it's so hard. Wowza, wowza.
1: That was a good So Tell Me Why moment. It's just a struggle. Right. It is. My So Tell Me Why moment uh, actually happened today. So tell me why I was on the Zoom meeting and... A, cock- <laughs> a cockroach entered my house mm-hmm. my home oh my God. from the outdoors into my home and here's what happened so i'm chilling on the zoom meeting or whatever and my dog is next to me and he's just kind of like prancing around and i'm like okay like sometimes like a little ant or like a caterpillar will enter and he'll just like play around with it or whatever he won't eat it but he just won't play around so i think that's what he's doing because i don't see the cockroach i just see him prancing and then, I'll, and then, like a minute, two minutes, I'm like, "Why is this dog at my legs? Like, dang, this little bug must really be intriguing." When I say I slid back from my dining table to see what he was playing, ah la, it was a fat cockroach. This man no, was just no. playing... Oh, he was playing tag with the cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: He was like a friend. <laughs> Literally.
1: And it was so... Em- it wasn't even embarrassing. I flipped a shit on the Zoom. And they're like, what's going on? I turned on... I unmuted myself. I said, there's a cockroach in my house. No, no, no. They're like, you have to kill it. You have to kill it. I said, oh, I don't want the guts and the crunch because... You
0: had the whole... I
1: <laughs> trying to help you figure <laughs> out what to do I will turn off my video turn off the video say look i this meeting is i really canceled. needed their support because i was like trying to like not kill it kill it because have you ever killed a cockroach crunch and the guts Ugh, yeah Ugh. so i wanted to just to like go outside but it was like every time i to put it on a piece of paper it would like scramble and it just freaked me out so eventually whew, uh, eventually I had to really get cannot stand those things. They're disgusting. Um, get wow. the big kahunas and I just ooh, I just slapped it with my slipper. Oh my god, I almost
0: threw up. You have to <laughs> every time I have to kill a book, I like scream while I'm doing it. Does anybody else do that? Like I'm always like ah like yeah. it.
1: <laughs> yes, literally. It just it's just like that is where the confidence come from, from that scream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's so good so tell me why moment session there thank you all right now we are going to transition into your life we want to know everything about your journey you know into this career path um what made you want to be an lpc what does it stand for again let the people know
2: yes it stands for
0: (laughs) the girl for licensed professional counselor (laughs) (laughs) okay License from it. I was about to
2: be like practice. Like, girl, let me ask you. Actually, <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Where should I start? I mean, I guess Charlene, you know, part of my background started right. off in um health science in undergrad. Not really knowing like what I wanted to do. I feel. I feel like I've always enjoyed, you know, volunteering and serving my community. Um, so, at the time, I really felt like becoming a doctor was how I wanted to do that. And I feel like I was solid for a couple years, I think until maybe my junior year in college. And I just started looking at med school stuff, and I was like, yeah, see, this is too expensive. Also, not trying to be in school for another 10 years. Um, and I felt like I just wasn't really see- seeing the connection that I wanted with people. Mm-hmm um so then I just started looking into like psychology and I came across like this abnormal psychology class Mm -hmm. which I'm sure you guys know I love like my criminal minds and all of those shows so that's kind of how my interest started Mm -hmm. um and then after that I don't know I it I guess it kind of clicked for me I just started to look into like what jobs I could do like with a psychology degree or like a minor um, and I came across counseling, and I was like, "I'm gonna look into that. Give that a check, give that a, a go." Um, and so I went to grad school, and I really, I really loved it. You know, I really had interest at the time of mental health, especially among Black community. I think in college, especially, especially in my last semester, I'm gonna be really open with mm-hmm. you guys. I was going through a lot of stuff, and I was just really depressed. I think. A, up until I graduated college and I kind of avoided going to therapy for, I think like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, so once I started going to therapy on my own, I really just found a value in it and, be, and finding a value and just unpacking a lot of things that um, I never was really comfortable with sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like now that I'm on the other side of that, it's just such a really like a life learning career. I just have a lot of value in, like, speaking to people and helping them dive into their own experiences and how their experiences shape their life and who they are. Um, but I also think a big part of it, too, which I found to be true, especially, like, when I was going to school, like, there are not a lot of Black people who are in schools for therapy. So we're very under, underrepresented, underrepresented <laughs> In our community, so I, that was another piece of it too. I just, I just really wanted to, you know, represent and be a face in the community, so people have somebody that they can go to to feel heard and feel validated with all, all the things that life that life brings to us. So that's how I got here.
0: Oh, that amazing. really is
2: truly amazing. Thank you, oh thank you guys.
0: Um, do you have a?
1: Do you have a question? Um, No, I don't have a question. I was just thinking about how you were talking about that. There's not one. There's not a lot of like black therapists, and two, like on the other side, there's not a lot of people who go to therapy, just whatever, Mm -hmm. miss and stuff like that. I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking and recalling my first time interacting with therapy because you said you work with adolescents, correct? Mm -hmm. I think I was in high school and sometimes like looking back, I'm just like, wow, this was such a petty thing that really like kickstarted a lot of anxiety for me. But it was like I was in high school. I was a yes person. I was a people pleaser kind of thing. And I just got to a point where I didn't know how to say no to people. Like it became this huge Mm -hmm. thing that I was just like, I don't know how to say no. Like I want to do both things because I want people to be happy with me. But I can't be in two places at once. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And it really affected me. I don't know about socially, but, like, I was competitive swimmer then. But, like, in the pool, that's where I really saw it. Like, I would, on the verge of throwing up before I would jump into the water, like, all the strength that I had, all the technique that I had, all the quickness I had, like, was gone. And it was just, like, it, that sport was just very overwhelming to me. Like, it wasn't until I had a panic attack um, when I was trying to do something for some other students that, like, I was um, – Totally go see the therapist, and it was the weirdest. Mm-hmm. Ex- I'm not gonna lie; it was a very weird experience because just sitting there, and they're like, "Okay, what's wrong?" And you're like, "What, okay. what am I supposed to tell you?" I don't know you, <laughs> right? I said, "And you are, <laughs> right. He's like, you
0: tell me, girl. I'm you, girl. Like, tell me,
1: right?" <laughs> yes, and I think like after that, it was just like I after high school, I did not go see a therapist until I was probably, and so that was probably, like, 17. I didn't see a therapist again until, like, I was probably 24. I
2: think a lot of the time, too, there's an idea or a myth around therapy that all therapists are the same. Um, But I remember even, like, my own therapist experience, it was trash. I did not go back to her. Um, She was, like, this older white woman, and I just felt like she didn't really understand anything that I was talking about. And I felt like she was just, like, Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know.
2: I feel like she was kind of nosy and just, like, trying to figure out, like, my life. And I I don't know. I just felt really uncomfortable with her. So I also feel like a part of therapy, too, is just finding somebody that you feel comfortable with and that you feel comfortable kind of building that kind of relationship with, too.
0: Can you tell us more about, like, are there any other myths about therapy that you can kind of just like debunk for our listeners oh
2: yes where should I start
0: <laughs> well, um, said it's a
2: lot. <laughs> I think one of the <laughs> biggest things especially when I was working in like community mental health where I was working more toward more in like lower economic communities a lot one of the biggest myths that I got was like one therapy is white people And then two, that it's for people who are crazy. Mm. And Mm. while both of those things could be true, it's not only what therapy is for. Um, So I think one of the biggest myths is that therapy is only excluded for people who have like money to pay for it or who are of like higher classes, um, which is not true at all. There are so many communities and so many people out here who really enjoy doing like pro bono work and work for free as well. Um, but then I think the other mm-hmm. part of it is that a lot of people think that you're in therapy because there's something wrong with you or that there's something that needs to be fixed, um, which isn't the case. Therapy is for anybody and you can really talk to anything um, in th- about anything in therapy. I know people um, who are come into therapy just to talk about their job or just talk about, stress or just have somebody to vent to and process things in their life um so i think one of the biggest myths that really causes people to kind of turn away from therapy is just thinking that you have to have something wrong with you or that you have to like have a list of things that you want to talk about with your therapist Mm -hmm. which is not true you know we're we're really trained to kind of help you figure out what your goals are and like where you would like to start um so i think that's something that really needs to change just in our own conversations of like how we view therapy and what it's used for.
1: I definitely agree with that sentiment. Cause I think like, but I I feel like I'm being devil's advocate. I think my, my mentality comes from like, I work in higher education and, um, and I was like a master's student. I'm still a master's student. What am I talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, And using the counseling center, it's, like, on higher education institutions and campuses, they're just Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And so to understand that, like, they almost put, I don't know, priority Mm -hmm. stages on people or Mm -hmm. when they do the triage portion, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, okay, like, I'm trying to go to therapy just to be, like, this is good for me, and I'm being turned away because I'm low on your priority list. So
2: that's hard. That is hard. And I I think, too there's just a lot of low resources towards, like, social work and Mm -hmm. people to be brought into higher education and schools in general. Um, Because I see that, too, in, like, middle schools and high schools where, like, the therapists and social workers are just so overworked that they really can't check in with someone who just needs a check-in or who just needs to talk about, um, you know, maybe something that they don't think is as severe as someone who has, like, more... Like suicidal thoughts or depression or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but I think just doing like my own research because that's been really frustrating for me too. Just trying to refer people um, to have like, pe- like multiple people of support. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people now are offering like support groups, mm-hmm. um, so that's something that you know a lot of people who are in higher education or working jobs or whatever and maybe they can't afford therapy finding a support group for something specific has been something that's been popping up a lot. Um, as well as, you know, virtual therapy has been like the thing right now, especially because of everything going on. Yeah. Um, and so that really allows for people to have therapy in the comfort of their own home. And that's been really, you know, nice for me too. Cause I've been just learning on like how virtual therapy can be so beneficial for people.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then another thing that I thought about when you said that is like EAPs. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I actually don't know what EAP stands for. But it's Employee Assistance, Assistance Program. Program. Yes. Thank you. Um, they often offer at least like six sessions um, for free for employees and their families. Mm-hmm. So that's something also that people can always do if they notice that they can't get the services that
1: they need. Yeah yeah I definitely I just got a new job so I'm definitely trying to use my EAP hey, once yes. Once all this yeah. is over um I'm happy that mental health is definitely becoming more on the forefront for a lot of like employers so mm-hmm. that's nice to see that is yeah, really nice I definitely agree with that
0: what is so oh go ahead charlie um I'm just gonna ask just just to ask about you like I understand like you work with you know people of all ages Mm -hmm. so I think that that can sometimes take a toll on your own mental health Mm -hmm. Um, when you're hearing people's stories or like people who have been in traumatic you know situations Mm -hmm. like how do you handle that like how do counselors take care of themselves that's a
2: really good question um I have a couple of things that I do of course I have my own therapist that I frequent um but I also you know take advantage of my supervisor who we just really talk about like more of my more difficult cases or cases that have me more emotionally attached um but I also am just really gracious and thankful for all of my friends that I graduated with um from grad school because we really just talk about you know everything that might be stressful about a case and things like that but I think a part of it, too, which is something that I really had to learn is not taking my work home with me. Um, I think especially when I first started out, I was working at a community mental health center on the west side of the city. And a lot of my kids, they were older, like young adults, older kids, but they were on probation for just like crimes that are very traumatic. And so we were, I would listen to a lot of their stories and traumas that they've gone through. Um, so for me, it was really hard because I just wanted, I wanted to help them in any way that I could. Um, but I have to recognize for myself, like when it's time for me to work and then when it's time for me to take, take care of myself to really just separate that. Um, cause so I think as a therapist and especially someone who is very empathetic, it's really easy for those things to get blurred. Um, so I do a lot of like meditation. I do a lot of, um, like reading and like watching binging on TV <laughs> shows when i my brain need a break when i my brain needs a break um but i think just talking it out is really helpful for me and and um not being hard on myself too um and that process
0: okay yes about taking care of yourself and i understand i think it's hard for like both of the jobs that you guys have like IT and higher. Education and then you, as you know, uh, an LPC counselor. Um, you know, like I feel like you guys, you guys just like the, the, the official <laughs> name anyway. for her, you got <laughs> it, you got it. You know, you guys have to figure out how to separate it, yeah, especially because you guys work so closely with students and work with so closely with kids, adults, just people, you know. So, it's important to really take time out for yourself, yeah, definitely
1: is another myth that you can debunk as far as therapy?
0: Ooh. Oh, let me
2: look at my list. Oh, sure got <laughs> list. Yes. <laughs> um. Let's see. I had a really good one up here. One thing, I think it's also a, a cultural myth, is like, therapy is often seen as something that is only for weak people or people who need help. Um, So Mm. that's a myth that I've really debunked, especially among um, Black mothers, Black women, um, just not really thinking that they need therapy because, you know, they have other people that they need to focus on and it's kind of selfish for them to think of themselves. Um, So that's been something that I've been, you know, trying to break down also. Um, and I think another one that I've heard is that therapists judge people or we're, we're in this position to really just judge people from our own perspectives or um, all you do in therapy is lay on a couch and talk about your dreams, which is not the case. Um, so I think what I can shed light on like what actually happens in therapy. Um, first, it depends on your therapist. There's so many, so many different types of therapists. Um, I'm the type of person where I really Mm -hmm. like the client to lead and let me know what they would like to do. So I really like to sit down and just talk about goals and get their background on stuff. Um, and then like, once I have, once we like build a relationship, I think a relationship is the biggest, one of the biggest parts of therapy. So I'll spend a really good amount of time, you know, just building a relationship with the person and relating to them in any way. Um, And so once we have that trust and we have that relationship, then we can start talking about, you know, things that might be more vulnerable or things that they might not be as comfortable opening up about. Um, But, you know, Mm -hmm. I also take into account, like, the pace. Um, So I really like to check in with them and just make sure that what we're talking about, they're comfortable with and making sure that they have strategies to deal with uncomfortable emotions and things like that. so yeah, therapy is definitely a lot of work. It's not um, something where like a client can go in and expect to feel better right away. It can definitely bring up a lot of uncomfortable emotions and just feeling vulnerable, which is um, why it's really important to feel safe with your therapist and have a space where you really feel safe to explore these vulnerable um, places. Um, but yeah, that's that's another myth. What is the
1: hardest thing about being a therapist? Ooh. Hmm.
2: I would say for me, it's really hard for me sometimes, especially if like, for example, I like see myself in a client or like we have like similar backgrounds. It's sometimes Ooh. really hard for me Ooh. to come at it from a place of like unbiased or like on the opposite. side. So, like if they've done something that I as a person wouldn't agree with, it's sometimes hard for me to not get my values um like mixed up in it so that takes a lot of practice um and I think what I really learned too with my therapist because one of the hardest things for me too is just as an empath if someone is like crying in front of me it's very hard for me to sit and just have like a straight face sometimes
0: girl <laughs> I can't imagine okay. I'm like I just want to hug exactly. you yeah, you can't do that you can't do that well yeah right
2: so it's just that's something that's been really hard for me of like how can i still show them that i'm human while also like not crossing that boundary and just like crying in front of them and like affecting them in that way um so though yeah it's definitely hard at times but overall i feel like it's really it's a really over a really rewarding um career for me
1: i love that i love that (laughs)
0: We love that. Thank you guys. I have another question. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, therapy, I think that a lot of people think about money, you know, when they think about therapy. And I think that people think that it's like a luxury almost. Mm -hmm. So, are there any like outlets or like resources that, you know, are out there for people who are like, yeah, I would love to have a therapist, but I can't afford it? Yeah,
2: that's a good question. So, I would say group therapy is always a great option. It's always cheaper um, than individual therapy. Um, If someone is looking for more individual, a lot of nonprofit organizations or community mental health organizations offer um, services free of charge. Um, I would also say, you know, like EAPs, like I was talking about before, those are always a really good option for people and their families, if like family members want to be a part of therapy. I would also say there are a lot of apps where you can do like online therapy with people. I know Talkspace is one app that's pretty cheap. It's like I think it's around like thirty dollars a month compared to like an outer network session might be as much as like one fifty or one seventy, depending also on the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and insurance. And that would be one
0: one seventy. Like a month
2: or per session. Yes, girl. Ching, ching. Yes, ching ching, <laughs> bling bling. Got a dollar dollar
1: bill,
2: yo. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it can get really expensive. Um, but one thing that I, that a lot of therapists do too is they do like sliding scale, which means like if you are just really honest about your therapist and where you are with money, they can work with you to find like a fee that's good for you. Um, so that's a really nice conversation to always have and then therapists also sometimes will just offer it for free um so I often look on psychology today which is just has like a huge database of therapists in your area and that'll show like if the person is sliding scale if they offer free sessions and things like that so you already know what you're gonna get into before you even like meet somebody or start that relationship with someone I love that
0: nice um wait okay so one more thing (laughs) um i think you know we we're all black yes individual okay and we understand the stigma that is attached to therapy in the black community Mm -hmm. so my question is how do we de-stigmatize therapy like how like what what are some things that we can do just as advocates as allies you know like like to kind of help dismantle this idea that like you're crazy yeah. or you are like, white or everything that we talked about i what do you think we could
2: do? I don't even know if that's if I could answer that in <laughs> in little time, but I think for one i where do we start, i know right maybe? exactly where do I start? I think the way that we talk about mental health and mental illness needs to change um I think you know, as a community, we really need to go towards looking at mental health the same way that we look at physical health. Like if you have diabetes, you have mm-hmm. medication for that. If you have, I don't know, a broken arm, you go to the doctor for that. So why not, if you're feeling sad and you can't get out of bed, why isn't it okay to talk to somebody about that? Um, So I think that's something that needs to change. I was also thinking of just like, um... I guess, like, generational cycles, family cycles, family values around therapy. Um, I think a lot of Black families grew up with the idea of, like, what's, what happens in this house stays in this house. You shouldn't go to other people mm. with your problems, things like that. So right. kind of also debunking that and finding strength in talking to other people about their problems. Um, I think even the the stigma of... Like, having to be a strong Black woman. Like, what does that mean? Um, You can be strong while also seeking help or seeking support. And it doesn't mean that just because, like, you're strong and, like, also looking at what does it mean to be a strong Black woman in our society. Um, I don't even know if I answered your question because there's just so
0: much. Oh, you did. You did answer it. I always thought it was weird because it's, like, mental health. And we take care. We're told to take care of, like, our all the other parts of our body, except for our brain. Like our brains are literally like, that's literally why we do everything that we do. It's so weird that like, there's this stigma attached to like taking care of your actual body. Yeah. It's wild. And I think just even
2: from my own experience, I, I wish, you know, as a younger, as a younger kid that I knew of the value of therapy, um, Because, you know, I went through my own traumas Mm. when I was growing up, and I remember just, like, just really vividly, like, I think I was in, like, seventh grade, and, like, the guidance counselor, like, kept on asking, like, do you want to come talk to me? Do you want to come talk to me? And I always thought, like, no, I have to be strong. Like, I have to do this by myself. I don't need to have anybody else to talk to. Like, why, why am I going to talk to you? I don't know you, you know? But, and I think that's a really common, it's a normal thought to have, like, why are you talking to somebody about your problems when they don't know you? And things like that but I think once people kind of start with a therapist that they really connect with they can really find a lot of value in just not holding everything and not feeling that responsibility of holding everything by themselves
0: right I agree that was great <laughs> I think you, you really girl. gave us some, really was. some tips that we can take take with us i hope so and spread the word you know what i mean yes because i personally i've never been to therapy i can't wait to go yes though. Like, um i'm just lazy and um i've never made an appointment <laughs> but i just want to go and just like, what is holding just- you back uh i think laziness and i think also just like actually having to like face things because I'm a very like avoidant person in general of like everything that is not happy so anything that doesn't make me happy I'm like "Mm, I'm gonna pretend it's not here like that's just the type of person I am am, so (laughs) yeah so I'm like "Mm, that made me sad but I'm gonna do something else like that's just me I think that's that's (laughs) that's definitely been been
2: I feel like that's how I came (laughs) into therapy too like I'm I feel like that's something that we have in common, Charlene, that I am a very avoidant person. Anything that doesn't feel good, I will not be in, in prison. Like, I won't be doing it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I feel like therapy's really helped me kind of force myself to sit in uncomfortable moments, sit in uncomfortable memories, and just know that it's okay, and it's okay to feel that uncomfortability. Um, but it's also a process, and it's okay if you don't feel – ready right now to to talk to somebody there's also like so many podcasts and like so many like self help books that you could do on your own if you're just not ready to be to like be 100% vulnerable with somebody um because that 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 takes a lot of um strength to be able to come to somebody and just talk about things that you wouldn't regularly talk to somebody about right
1: yeah that is very true very true you're supposed to call me. I know. Person. I feel like this was, feel was a whole like therapy, therapy session. This was a therapy <laughs>
0: session. Yeah. <laughs> Good, wow. I, and that's another thing. Do you feel like your friends, like, take advantage of your therapy um, That's not even a word, but we don't make it I don't therapy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't feel like they do. I feel like I do have... My friends usually do, which I love. I love, like, there's coming to me for advice. Um, I feel like I like subconsciously sometimes they're like counsel my own friends without noticing it sometimes just because I'm just so used to it um but I don't ever feel like I'm being like taken advantage of or anything like that I think most of your friends kind of know my heart and they know like I'm always here just to talk or whatever like I love Knowing things about my friend's life because I really ain't got shit going on right now, <laughs> um, so I'm always here. To...
0: Especially right now, right, now. <laughs> right? So I'm
2: always here to talk. Um, but I also just have like other therapy friends, so I will sometimes just like connect people that I think could be a good match. Um, if I know a friend is like looking for for someone and they don't really feel comfortable seeking somebody out. Nice. We love
0: that. We love that. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Oh, is there anything else that anyone else wants to say? Ati, do you have any final um questions or
1: thoughts? No, but I do want to just think about like I think I'm going to really use my EAP when the time is better. Um, I feel like this would actually be a great time for EAP, at least to just t- touch base with someone because I think a lot of us are alone mm-hmm. and we're just like yeah. in our heads, and we have time to be in our heads, and things can come up and stuff like that, but. Overall, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. I've seen some of the things that can happen when it's not being taken care of. And mm-hmm. so we appreciate you. Yeah. I have some yeah. therapists and counseling friends who I'm just like, I don't know how y'all do it every day, all day, every day, because <laughs> for real, yes. because so I'd be like, oh, baby, child. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Because this. not
0: everybody is comfortable. When people yeah. tell me their problems, especially if they're like, problem, problem, like, that problem, I'm like, ah! like <laughs> I don't know what to do. Girl, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, I get stressed out. Like, I, feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Ask somebody else. Like, <laughs> don't like, talk like, to like, me about I... it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely takes the strong person, you know, like talented people to be able to really help people through like some crazy, oh, you know, shit Mm -hmm. okay well before we let you go girl Mm -hmm. we gotta do the best part. yes and that is just rapid-fire questions like it's just five questions and you just have to answer at the top of your head you know it's just nothing about therapy and nothing about mental health just Random. Question. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, who's okay? I'm to, curious because
1: name? me and Haley, we really don't know each other that well. <laughs> we don't. I feel like I know you just by right.
2: knowing
1: Charlotte. Basically, but... we're <laughs> friends by association. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's okay. Yep. So, when you were in Chicago, what was your favorite Chicago thing theme- to do? Mm. Okay, well, we're going well, back to college. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Oh, back to college. (laughs)
0: College
2: Chicago. Okay. Damn. I would say (laughs) was that you saying, oh Lord. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would say I feel like in college I really liked doing like all the touristy stuff. So I would just like go downtown and go for walks, go down to the bean. Do all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I really like to eat. Like, I just love eating food. So anything that yeah. Im- involves eating and, like, being around I my friends, that. I was there. Period. For, like, <laughs> eating is
0: the key to
2: life.
0: It really That's is. Very-
2: That's all you need. Okay, well. <laughs>
0: Um. So, say you, money ain't even a problem, okay, and you walk up into the hair salon, Mm -hmm. what type of hairstyle are you about?
2: Oh, I'm about to get me a real nice lace front bob with, like, the edges already plucked, like, perfect wig, perfect wig bob with, like, the wavy curls. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. i feel Probably like yeah. we all have our own dream <laughs> we're like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be that 360 three sixty with the side sprint, part right? pre-plugged pre dyed yes. yes. can't forget about that swinging
0: <laughs> yes where it looks like it's coming out of my head. literally like, I, like, when i see the ones i'm like girl where is where is the lake mm. like i don't see it and
2: all. i just feel like if i were to do that it would not look that good on me
0: <laughs> no, i think it's trial and error I think you have... I'm I don't scared. That's the real place reason place I, haven't I haven't got one. True. I'm scared. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> I've seen some bad ones and I'm like, ooh, sweetie, just get a closure.
2: Yeah, I have seen some real bad lace fronts. Uh. It just looks real <laughs> embarrassing. Now these people are magicians.
0: <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm like, where so is good. it? Where is it at? Like, I really have you guys it. seen,
2: like, those gluons?
0: The gluons? the which one like like
2: like just like a stone but so like you glue the hair in yeah no oh my god i was at the salon whenever the last time i was there <laughs> and this one was getting a glue in and i was like so you're gluing hair to your scalp? and ha- how do we get that oh, off yeah, that's,
1: old <laughs> that's old school, school. That
2: like i old had school. a glue in <laughs> but it was like young people doing it i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like is this new like did i miss something
0: oh, that's okay. a quick weed. Ain't that what oh, Wow!
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Listen, she you get the like, hair yeah, glue, glue for one ninety nine. You be,
0: you be good. That's what you need if you gotta go somewhere like tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's not supposed to be in your head all day. Like, at that all. glue is not good for your
2: hair at, at all. all. Like, I
0: know people use it for their eyelashes.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I heard real?
0: that. I heard it's like." I extra, extra tackling.
1: Mm, I might have like to try that with my are. curly lashes. Um, <laughs> next question. If you could go uh, after the Rona is over, you have all the money in the r- world, <laughs> where would you be going for a vacation?
2: Yes. I have been looking at a lot of like Instagram vacation pictures. So I would really want to go to mm. Bali. Oh yeah, and just be with the elephants and chill and eat good food. And I saw this picture of like just like a hammock in like the rainforest or like the like by the waterfalls, and I was like, "That's where I need to be. Get out Girl, of the city. That's
0: where you got to do this. Yes, I'm and with the, the, the swing. whole production crew. Like legit." <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and the thing is like you have to take that picture like it has to be spot on like i'd be pissed if like they're like oh we got a great shot and it's me like coming back i'm like wrong again wrong wrong <laughs>
1: i don't like, know we gotta go back i said we someone else picture. Yeah. thank you
2: <laughs> the lighting would have oh to be perfect makeup perfect, perfect. hair yes perfect. Wear, like,
0: the perfect i wig, would also have to work
2: out for that too damn
0: the perfect color right like exactly yes like, I listen i'm coming with the a whole portable
1: closet as well i'm like this one didn't work out <laughs> Alpha Alpha. 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 <laughs> yes.
0: put me back in line put me back in line i'm dead <laughs> oh my gosh okay that was the third question my question is who is your hall <laughs> i know you are in a healthy relationship <laughs> you love your man you love him okay but say, like, th- you weren't, you know, who's your whole pass that you're like, oh, my God, like, a celebrity and athlete, anybody that's, you're like, oh, my God, like, if that's a good question. Okay, my way.
2: Oh, uh, that's a good question. Mm, I'm trying to think what I've been watching recently. Do you guys watch Good Girls? Good Girls? I don't. But I oh, man. Really okay.
0: Good. Oh, you're talking about the... Oh, the- yeah. Yes. He's he fine. He's
2: so fine. So I don't know what his name. Isn't is it like is, but every time Rio. he comes on? I'm like, yes. Is it? In my and, black. Um. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and she's black. Oh,
0: she like, black she black. Got, like she got like natural hair and everything. Okay. Oh, we <laughs> really love that. We love. Yeah, he is. He's
1: fine as so. hell. He's very. Oh, okay, ah, how do I
0: know? Um, I last
1: question. That, Charlie. Really, that question was really good it's <laughs> oh, wow. oh. a really good question what is a piece of advice that continues to inspire you sorry we got deep oh, oh out deep <laughs> dang that's a good
2: one um let me i have this um this signature that I have on my email from Nelson Mandela that I read all the time. Let me, oh, I'm about up, to pull, pull it up. It up. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember it right now because so I look at it every damn day. But okay, I like really that quote too. Me.
1: I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, like, I'm yeah. about
2: to pull it. Up. <laughs> you
0: say, yeah, no, no, Love I'm it. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
2: Okay, so it says, "I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not the one who does not feel afraid, but the one who oh. conquers that fear." Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, no yes, he he definitely <laughs> hit home with that one. Um, so I think, especially especially right now, just with all the anxiety going on, just finding things that are. Reminding me of normal has been really helpful, um, and just not really focusing on like right. ev- all the shit that's been going on these past couple months. Literally, that's all. <laughs> Literally, it is. All garbage. 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 Seriously,
1: <laughs> but that is our rapid fire questions. Haley, thank you so much for being a guest. Also, tell me why wow. wow. podcasts? Yes. yes, of course.
2: Anytime. Where can people find so go? This you? Is great, on I internet. love this. Yes, I am on Instagram at hayleymayowa26. Um, so that's my first name, H-A-I-L-E-M-A-Y-O-W-A-26. Um, I can also send you guys my yes. Psychology Today profile. and.
0: Oh, you got a I profile <laughs> I do. So
1: then, people can reach me I love it. through that Yes. Too. If you guys are looking for a therapist, Haley is your girl. We are so happy that we talked about this today. Um, so thanks for listening,
0: everyone. Of course. No problem. Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast.
1: So make sure you guys are following us on all our social media platforms on Instagram at So Tell Me Why the Podcast at Sharmazona for Charlene and at Enhance the Individual for me. Um, you can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If you do listen, make sure you guys subscribe, comment, and rate us. Thanks so much! Bye bye.